You're now listening to Hashtag Anime Talk, presented by the Bros You Think Network. Enjoy. Episode 35, I am your host, as always, Mr. Lyndon Burton, joined with my co-host, Mr. Chris S.J.E. Chris, how you doing today, my brother? Man, I'm doing energetic and alive, man. <laughs> I like that, energetic and alive. But no, we... Look, bro, today we have some news. If you saw on Twitter, bro, we're doing our first live pod. Our man, first event. I'm excited about that. And then it's, it's hometown. That's the thing. It's in Lafayette. It's at a Comic-Con convention, AVC Fest, an anime convention, and we're doing a live version of the pod. They hit us up and was like, yo, well, pitch us an idea. We I pitched them the idea. They were like, dope. We like you guys. You have a, guys have a great following. Let's get you guys to do your own panel. We're doing an hour on October 19th. Hold on. I'll tell you guys exactly because I didn't want to reveal like panel length. That's just for like people who listen to the show. No need to tell whatever. But the panel length is fire. We're going from 12 to 1. So we got a whole hour to do a live pod on October 19th. I'm not going to tell you guys the topics, but just come. There'll be merch. We're going to give out free t-shirts. We're going to give out Anime Talk merch, the first ever edition of the display of merch. Like After that, the merch will go on sale, so you got, the merch will finally be done by then, so you guys can actually get the first glimpses of it, as well as it's a live pod, you know? So this is, this is dope, a first for us. So you guys come out, ask us questions. We're going to be excited to talk to you guys, our fans, and not just our fans, but the people we want to ask questions to and just interact with it's gonna be a good time on october 19th yeah man i'm excited to see all of y'all and i'm excited to be a part of the event too because this is like the first event besides comic-con they really be having on some anime shit like i I, i'm just recently seeing motherfuckers pull up to comic-con out here in lafayette lafayette so now to say we got an actual anime convention and we actually get to be a part of it is dope that's litty man like now we're gonna start getting into our live pod mode like this is the start of the chain reaction anime talk if you guys want us at your conventions once we do this one hit us up we'll try to come come through to the town you know tell your local conventions if you want us there for sure houston where you know we know we got fans out there atlanta shout out to you guys and for everybody else who i didn't mention hit us up you know we'll try to make a pass through but uh, that's pretty much all I got to say. Again, October 19th on Saturday, the first ever live edition of Hashtag Anime Talk. Chris and myself will be at AVC Fest at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster, or you can go to their website, or you can go to the Cajun Dome box office. Again, AVC Fest, October 19th. Uh, get your tickets now, Ticketmaster, Cajun Dome box office, or you can go to their website at avcfest.com, I believe, or just Google AVC Fest and you should be able to find it. That's all the promo I have to do until the end of the show. Had to yes, get that out of the way. But let's get into this week's episode. We got a lot to discuss. Not a lot of news, but we got some good questions. First off, let's start it off with One Piece Stampede finally announces its U.S. dates. It will be in the U.S. on October 24th through the 31st. As of now, it's just going to be in AMC theaters. I may be wrong by the by tomorrow when you guys hear this because other theaters may announce things or if you hear this later on, other theaters may announce things. But as of now, AMCs are the only theaters. So sorry to Lafayette listeners. Sorry to other members of Louisiana. You're going to have to go to Baton Rouge or New Orleans. But 
if your town has an AMC, you will get one piece stampede. Chris, are you excited for the US dates and finally to get to know stampedes coming to town? Man, that shit is coming soon as hell. Like if it if it gets a uh like I don't know. If I gotta drive super far to go see it, I'm probably still gonna go see it, but Yeah, I said that today. I was not like, as excited. I was complaining and my girlfriend's like, You know you're gonna drive to Baton Rouge to go see it and I was like yeah, I probably will. More than likely. Like, whenever, like, some things I like making a trip out of it. Like, the first Dragon Ball movie uh, I went to see in theaters was uh, Battle of the Gods, and we drove to New Orleans or Baton Rouge to go see that bitch. I think it was Baton Rouge the first time, and the rival of F might have been something else. I had to go to Baton Rouge to see Bebop, too. See? That's, that's too far to have to drive to watch a fucking movie. If you make an adventure out of it, I'm not gonna... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We went deep. That's the only reason why it was cool, but if we wouldn't have went deep, it wouldn't have been fucking cool at all. And see, the thing is with this, people say this is the Avengers endgame of One Piece. Like, everybody's in it. Like, everybody. And they say it changes the world. And being that, you know how I feel about One Piece. I, it's now my... I think it's the best shonen. Like, I now think it's like, out of all the shonen things, I think it's the best. So I'm gonna go see it. I gotta go see it. I'm gonna have to fuck with it, man. I'm caught up. I'm not caught up, but I could watch because I think there's like a couple episodes that are connecting, but it doesn't even really connect. Like it's a different, it's a side story. Okay, well I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to fuck with it. But they say it does have huge ramifications for the rest of the story going forward because they added like a big canon thing. I know people must have heard about Laugh Tale. Apparently, it's not Raftel for that's the final island. Apparently, it's called Laugh Tale because if you read. The manga, you know that Zoro's name in the Japanese version is Zolo, not Zoro, because mm-hmm. L's and O's, so it's Laugh Tale. So there's some other stuff going on in there because the villain is a member of Roger's crew. So there's a lot of stuff that has future ramifications. But be sure to check out One Piece Stampede October 24th through the 31st, as of now, only in AMC Theater. So go to your local theater and see if you can get tickets. But next up, we have Blade of the Immortal. We have a new trailer for a new anime coming to Amazon Prime. Look, Amazon Prime has the heat right now. I'll say it. It has better anime than Netflix right now. Ooh. Calling a spade a spade. Just, just from Vinland and Yuashiki and uh, Dororo and Banana Fish. They beat everything that Netflix has. And now adding Blade of the Mortal? Yo, they got a fire lineup. What'd you think of this trailer? Uh, I, I got to agree with you, too, by saying, you know what I'm saying? They got the, they got the best lineup. Because I want it to be like, but Netflix has. But when I think about it, they got a lot of shit. But they also got a lot of mid. mid. Yeah. Like, Netflix is only fire, I would say, is... And it's stuff that you probably haven't even watched it. Like, Hero Mass, I'll consider that in fire. Seven Deadly Sins, I'll put fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only one I was really thinking of. Seven Deadly Sins in the fire category. And some people wouldn't say Hero Mass. That's just a personal a personal preference thing. I'd put Be the Beginning as, like, teetering mid to fire because mm-hmm. I like the story, but people haven't heard of it. And I'm not putting Baki in fire. I'm about to say, niggas will put Baki, but no. No, yeah, fuck that. that I don't know if that, that Gargantia... Uh, some niggas would put that. Some people would put. Uh, I don't know if that was Netflix exclusive, but I watched it on Netflix for sure. Some people, Kakaguri, the uh, gambling show with the uh, uh, with the girl. Like a lot of people like that show. But if you look at Netflix as a whole compared to Amazon, Amazon has that hot. Yeah, we talking exclusives. Yeah, exclusives. Exactly. Amazon has that hot. Yeah, because like fucking Bleach is on everywhere. Like uh, yeah, it's on. Like, that, yeah, we're not. Ta- uh, yeah, Naruto is on everywhere. We're not. OG that. series. No, so we, we talking about Netflix exclusives, and we'll exactly. get to some later, but. Man, this trailer looked graphic. It sticks to the Amazon theme. Like, they're not going for shonen anime, like, more young male anime. No, they're going for, like, teen to adult anime level oh, yeah. of, like, content. Like There's some saney and shit. Yeah, for, this, sure, for, for sure. sure. Like, from Vinland to Inuashiki to Dororo, they're telling more mature level storytelling. And Blade of the Immortal continues that. that the dude cut somebody's face in half and then in quarters. I was like, yo, this shit looks crazy. Yeah, that was wild. 
Like, this is one of the best trailers we've seen. So if you're out there listening, go check out that trailer and be on the lookout for Blade of the Immortal on Amazon. Next up, I have to ask Chris this question. This is a news story that it was trending on Twitter. I don't care too much for this topic because I'm not... I was a fan of this as a child, but Chris had kept up with it through the games and everything. I got to ask him, how does he feel about Ash Ketchum on his first per- on his first victory at a Pokemon tourney? How do you feel about it, Chris? Well, at first, I wanted to... Like, at first, I was like, oh, shit, finally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was hype about it. And then I was even more on that because I saw motherfuckers on Twitter being like, oh, well, this shit ain't canon. Fuck that. This shit ain't canon anyway. This shit, that's not even Ash. Like, I have seen people make a lot of jokes or <laughs> make a lot of just... Fucked up, not saying fucked up statements, but uh, when I first saw the Sun and Moon animated announced in the animation style, I was loving it. I was like, this reminds me of the Digimon movie. Uh, it just reminds me of a, a, a retro, a more retro kind of animation. It just, it don't remind me of the new stale ass animation we've been getting in Pokemon. Because whenever we used to get the old Pokemon animation, it was raw until mm-hmm. like Gen 4. And then it started getting into this like Gen 4 and Gen 5, even Gen 6 was kind of like formulaic and it was kind of not my shit. But the thing is, I was kind of telling you this off camera. Or off air. Uh, I'm hype, but at the same time, I'm like, man, it, 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 I'm, I'm just cool on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. that's cool because he he won with a team. He could have won with a better team if he if he's going to win the Elite Four. I saw multiple people say the one where he beat Paul but lost in the next one, where he had Chimchar. <sighs> that was one say, of his hardest teams. I saw people said he should have won that one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people liked uh, Greninja. Yeah, a lot of people wish he'd have won the last one, but like he just the thing is with me is like Ash is such a derpy character. He's such like a nerfed character. Like he's the people he's the main protagonist, Ash, but he's not red. Like the the Pokemon yeah, exactly the Pokemon company wants to make him your average kid. They mm-hmm. said that they want Ash to be just your regular fucking character, so well, he's well, not. Why you know, in episode one did they set him up with the dreams that we're gonna catch them all, win all the badges, win I the tournaments? He wants people. To relate to, they want people to relate to Ash, but at the same time, people relate to Goku. And nobody's a fucking strong like Goku is like probably the furthest from me personality wise. Like I'm not an idiot, I'm not a fight oriented motherfucker, but still I like buy into Goku and I'm like a big fan. So I don't know why they don't just take Ash and go the red route. And I feel like now they're trying to give him. And I, I could, I should have. He should have been got some. Like I like that they. That's one thing I'll give them because. With One Piece and Naruto, they give Naruto and Luffy losses, but they do it sparingly. They always do it in terms of to progress them. Mm-hmm. And this is, I like how Ash never got wins, but like Ash should have been exactly. the one by now. Like, like that's you, the thing. You can do some losses, but give him some wins too. You brought up another another uh, point that makes me again kind of sit there and be like, "All right, this is this is another fucked up one." But like the fact that you said that. Uh, you know, like in other shows, you see people take losses and it's for progression of the story. People lose to come back stronger with that win and it means more. And Ash never comes back except and this one time. Ash, like I was telling you uh, off air, this dude's literally been in the game for 22 years, but he's still 10 years old. We yeah. haven't seen any progression at all as far as time, as far as anything. It just feels like every single season of Pokemon is just own standoff, one shot story where sometimes you'll see characters come back and it'll be like, okay, well, I guess they he, just met each other back on the road. Yeah, I guess those other adventures did happen. But then they got canon, or not canon, but they got movies where Ash did the whole back end of the first series of Pokemon with different characters and shit. Like the I Choose You Pikachu movie, I think he started yeah. talking in that fucking movie. Uh, Pikachu, and the thing about it is, it's just so all over the place as far as ass. Like, he's lose, 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 lose. I could understand you getting a lose, lose. He gradually gets better and win, but it's not that kind of show. He hadn't 
been getting gradually better since day one. He hadn't yeah. been gradually. He's been getting more experience, I guess you could say, but he's still 10 years old. It's in the kind of story of progression. This is just like a, a basically a filler anime to drill in as many Pokemon into each episode as possible so you could sell merch, sell the games. That's it's basically 100%, a promotional tool. No, that's 100% what it is. But if you want to take an, the Pokemon anime as like something you cherish and you want to love it, you can look at it. I just thought about this. You can look at it as like anthology series, mm-hmm. anthology seasons where each season doesn't necessarily have to tie in, but you have either different characters or the same characters. And like, for for this example, it's like you see a different chapter in Ash's life, but he's still, quote unquote, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. This is just his one big long journey. But my question is, bro, how does he go through all that? Like all those, like years and he doesn't progress like if you look at the days like, like there are yeah, literally time... days go by in the anime <laughs> and then like you could count all the days had like don't the they anime. have christmas episodes in some of these seasons i think he's had a birthday episode <laughs> if i'm not mistaken like yo i'm turning 10 but wait i just hey shut up <laughs> let's go with it like do not remind motherfucker i'm 10 forever bitch so in terms of it you, you feel mixed yeah you i feel like mixed the thing is like when i heard it i'm like cool finally he won but then i thought about it and i was like damn I wish he would win and it would actually be worth the shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like who cares that he won with fucking like you know how many people were attached to Greninja with the, with this like the Gen Six niggas, bro. I don't know why, but Gen Six anime niggas came out of the woodworks when Gen Six was out. But when uh, they switched to Alola uh, with Gen Seven, I didn't really see too many. Like I seen people keep up with it. I've heard news on the timeline of it. People were watching it. Probably the Gen Six niggas were still on it, but nobody was on Gen Five or Gen Four anime as hard as Gen Six. So to say that. You lose with Greninja, but win with whoever. I don't even know his yeah, team know right now. Team like, is, I don't yeah. even know his team. It's not even that serious to me to know his team. But to say that he didn't win the Elite Four, uh, he didn't beat the Elite Four with any of his iconic teams or any of his iconic mons, just new Pokemon. You just like won with a, a brand new team. It's like this nigga switched up on the whole gang yeah. and caught his first W. I can't be proud of that. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Next up, this is just a bit of news, nothing too much to talk about, just. We announced about Seis Manus coming to Netflix, and we told you guys about the new anime, how they had Cannon Busters and Seis Manus. Seis Manus will be on Netflix October 3rd. You just guys just be on the lookout for that. Keep keep your eyes and ears to the ground, and we'll let guys let you know when it's out what we think. Next up, I wanted to ask Crystal what he thought about this. This was titled The Biggest Crossover Event Since Endgame. Law. <laughs> the World of Rave Masters fairy tale and eden zero are all coming into one do you look forward to this of yeah. course eden zero will not be suspended this in, the series will continue simultaneously i don't know how this affects their canon universe i don't know if it will but they're doing a big anime crossover between eden zero fairy tale and rave how do you feel about this first of all as a, as a guy who has watched fairy tale and who fucks with fairy tale and who um is not that vocal about it because I don't fuck with it as hard as I fuck with anything else. It's Same. just one of those things that I watch. Like I watch Pokemon. It's cool. I enjoy it, but I haven't, I'm not caught up with fairy tale to me. It's not me even neither. that serious to catch up to fairy tale. It's like, I got what I got from fairy tale. I'm like, I fuck with it, but I'm on too much of a, I got to watch everything wave to go back and watch some shit that was kind of mid, but it was good mid. It was upper tier mid. You know what I'm saying? And yo, I don't, I've never seen Eden zero, but I'm reading it. It's about this guy. It's an interstellar adventure. That's the new follows- one. A dude with gravity powers who uses the a starship. So this is like a space see, sci-fi thing. I will say Eden Zero looks super fucking cool. It looks like fairy tale, but in space. And I liked fairy tale, but I loved Rave Master. Mm, so Rave, Rave Master is my is shit. Fire? What's it about? 
uh, Rave Master. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I don't even remember. I just remember the fucking, like, Ella and fucking... I don't even remember the main character's name. I saw that as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a on, childhood. Like, I remember I used to have Tokyo Pop volumes of this shit. Let me let me look that up just to make sure that was Tokyo. Because if I'm not mistaken, I had a Tokyo Pop. Yeah, it's, like, Ra- it's Rave Master. They're doing a... Uh, like a, 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 a... Yeah, he's gonna be part of the thing, too. I'm trying to... Okay, so... Rave Master follows Haru Glory, a teenager on the quest to find the five pieces of the Sacred Stone of Rave in order to bring peace upon the world by defeating the criminal group Demon Card. Their animation ah, okay. looks very similar to Fairy Tale. Oh, like I don't even remember what the fuck the mission was for. Uh... Okay, well, yeah, he's okay. Well, this is why it works because Hiro Mashima has made Rave Master, Fairy Tale, and Eden Zero. They're all Wait. his creations. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He made all three of them. Yeah. That's why I, I, I fucked with Rave Master, but I wish Rave Master would get like a new adaptation, mm, like so, a fairy yeah. tale quality. Yeah, see, Rave Master came out in the early 90s to 2005. Then he did Fairy Tale in yeah, like, bro, I was 2006 a, to like, 2007. I was a child when I was into that shit. And I tried to get into it again as an adult. The new thing, like he said. But like, I, I couldn't get into Rave Master as an adult because it didn't have the same animation that Fairy Tale had as when I was an adult. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got I got on the fairy tale and fucked with it, uh, but at the same time went back tried to go back to Rave Master like years later because I remember being a fan of the manga, but not being able to really get into it because it was so old. It wasn't really the best kind of quality, but I remember it was dope, and I remember I always fucked with it. But I wish we would get like some new updated stuff, especially like as far as anime. Really? Like so, if this is gonna be like an animated special, I'm here for it to see all the old characters come back and it's, they're looking good, mixed in with the new characters, mixed in with. Well, the it's gonna start off as characters. a manga, so it might get animated. Oh, it's gonna be a fucking manga at first, yeah. I, I'm still here for it. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. This but guy, uh, I used to fuck with Raidmaster the manga, and see, I could get back into like I've been reading a lot of shit lately. So if I can get back into reading Raidmaster, this might be that's the thing, thing that gets was, me there. I was gonna try to read Eden Zero first and then get to Fairy Tale. Now see, I don't know if I was gonna fuck with Eden Zero. Like I, I just from hearing that synopsis, I'm kind of I'm kind of into. They don't have an anime out yet, right? No, it's just straight manga. It came out it came out in 2017 and now or 20. Oh yeah, that's new. I remember yeah, when he new. first he first started it because he was they were doing all the art and that's when I followed him on Twitter because that nigga is active on Twitter. Is he really? Oh yeah, he's he's always posting fan art. Does I'm he talk in English? It. No, okay. sometimes, so, but most shit is no. Okay, really? like he'll have like. Little, bro, we need to learn Japanese so we can like talk to these creators. I've been trying, bro. Like I've been trying, and it's it's gonna be easier to learn the language than read it. But I feel like reading it is a step down the line. But I want to try to at least learn the language first so I can speak it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. But reading it, boy, they got like they got the three conj- different sets. Yeah, no, I know, I saw that shit, bro. Oh man, but the final news story today is we have a new trailer for a movie, Human Human Lost. It's a Funimation Films. It's going to be in select theaters on the 23rd and 24th of October, I believe. Um, Christian, what did you think of this trailer, Human Lost? I, you liked this when we were watching it off air. Yeah, and it was heavy on the 3D, but this is one of them times that was like super 3D and I wasn't mad. Every time I see any kind of super 3D like this. I always this, get turned off. I even get mad when I see regular animation and they mix in 3D too hard. Yeah, but this it. was like all 3D and it didn't really turn me off instantly. And it, it grew on me as the trailer like. The more the trailer progressed, the less nervous I was about the 3D and the less nervous I was about the movie. Like, it actually seemed like something I'd watch. Yeah, I'm going to definitely peep game because it's based upon a bestseller in Japan, like one of the best-selling books of all time. So I'm going to watch it. I'm going to give it a peep. It and, looks intense. Yeah, and, and the dub sounds pretty good, so I'm going to give Funimation their, their uh, credit for that. 
And, you know, I'm going to give it a shot, especially if I can watch it in theaters around me and not at a, Like, I'm not driving to Baton Rouge to watch this. I'll trap out the bandwidth and get it illegally if I got it. <laughs> but I'm not driving to Baton Rouge to watch this. Now, if that's in Lafayette, I'll pay my money and go watch it like a good Samaritan. But, like, y'all got to get that closer to me for me to watch that. You driving to Baton Rouge to see it? No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd watch it on Netflix. <laughs> you trap out the bandwidth just like me. Oh, but that's it for the news today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's jump into today's questions before we get into the review. First question comes from Bryce. Bryce is asking us, what are some good anime movies that you guys recommend? Recommend? That you that you recommend, yeah. Uh, you want me to say mine before, while you yeah. think of yours? All right, let me put... I got to pull up uh, the list of anime movies that I... like. But one of them I have is Sword and the Stranger. That's a great anime movie. I believe you can still watch it on Netflix. If not, go to Amazon. You'll be able to find it there. Also, uh, uh, what is what is that called? Oh, my gosh. What is that movie called? Akira, of course. That's on Hulu. I'd recommend that as well. For sure. I said Sword and the Stranger. I'm trying to find the thing with Jinbei. Oh, man. He's a nin- ninja scroll. Ninja scroll. That's on Hulu. Definitely check out that movie. That movie's great. Um, Cowboy Bebop, the movie's great. I'm trying to think of some... I don't want to give you any Mia. I could give you Miyazaki's, but I feel like those are the the classics. And yeah, Miyazaki is the one. If you're you new watch. to anime, Princess Mononoke and uh, yeah, like if, if you if you're new to like Miyazaki too, like if you haven't watched any Miyazaki films, what would you put them on? Oh, definitely uh, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle. Those are the two I'd recommend. Yeah, first. Princess Mononoke was like the first. Uh, that's my Miyazaki favorite. one I ever watched. That's a weird first one to watch, but that was like the first one. And I didn't even know. No, maybe Castle in the Sky. Was Ooh. my first one, but either that one or Princess. They was they both used to play on stars when I was a kid. Well, I'm definitely gonna say Princess Mononoke, How's Moving Castle, and I'll say uh, my neighbor Totoro because I really like that movie. Uh, Witch's Flower was a good one too. Like that one was super cute. I didn't expect to like it, but I liked it. It was like Miyazaki just give me that big Disney feel. You know what I'm saying? He really does. I'm also gonna say The Boy and the Beast. I recommend that movie. That movie's really good. It caught me by surprise. I really like that movie. I'm trying to give him something. Some non Miyazaki, non. I feel like people already know. My, like my shit is like the the shonen shit, Metropolis. Ooh yeah. But uh, my shit like you know what I'm saying like the, the shonen shit like the One Piece, the, one, uh, Naruto, yeah, the Naruto movies. Like I'm, I'm gonna say One Piece Gold if I had to say any. Yeah, that's a good. You got me on that one. Like you got me on watching the One Piece movie. I'm trying to see if there's one Piece any Gold was fucking good. more '90s movies that I really vibe with. I said the Cowboy Bebop movie. Um. Grave of Fireflies is really sad, so I'm not going to re- recommend, but it's really good, but it is really sad. Wicked City from the 1987, that movie's good. It's like a cop-esque movie. Just that classic 80s and 90s flavor. I love that shit. That's Man, my... to be real, like, y'all put me on some anime movies, too. If y'all have seen some, because I haven't seen a lot of anime movies. Like, I've seen more shonen anime movies and Miyazaki movies than anything else. Like, and the only other movies, like, how you, like I, the only other movies I, I've seen outside of that realm like just stand i haven't watched any real standalone anime movies i've watched like the cowboy bebop movie but it's kind of fuck with cowboy bebop oh you gotta watch sword and the stranger i've watched inuyasha movies because i fuck with inuyasha oh yeah you definitely need to watch ninja scroll and sword and the stranger those movies are fire those what i say my two favorite uh anime movies those movies are really good oh and jinro wolf brigade my homie put me on that that shit is fire so oh yeah, I hope those. Oh, and Steam Boy, Steam Boy is really good. So I'm. Huh. Gonna, those are some of the movies I put you on. Uh, Sword and the Stranger, Ninja Scroll, Steam Boy, uh, all the Miyazakis we recommended. Um, How's Moving Castle said that. Oh, Ghost in the Shell, Gene Row. 
Because Ghost in the Shell is a movie first. I kind of prefer the movies to the series, but that's just me. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. That's about all the movies I'd recommend. Unless, yeah, like Chris said, if you guys have any movies that you, that we haven't named that you think we should check out, let us know. That Mobile Suit Gundam movie was cool too. Yeah, those are, bro, I looked up the Mobile Suit Gundam timeline the other day to try to like get into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like so convoluted. Oh, actually I have another movie. I forgot <laughs> about this. Redline. It is a racing movie, and it's one of the only racing things in anime that I truly, truly fuck with. It is amazing. Like, it, the animation's beautiful, and it is really, really good. So, those are some of the movies. Oh, wait. Uh, my, one more. Go ahead. Just because I thought about it last minute, but I don't know why I didn't think about it. Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. I, they had, really... like, a. you remember the old one? The um, They got two on VRV right now. I watched them both. Bro, the one with, with Vega and shit, like. Fire. The one where they had that, that Chung Lee fight in the fucking hotel. Like, that was an iconic fucking Fire, uh, that classic and 80s, 90s animation. I almost, I almost forgot about that one, 100%. If you have VRV, you can go watch it on there. Uh, Next up, we got. This one's mainly to you, Chris, because I, like I said last week when we talked about fan service with Tamaki and, and uh, Fire Force, I really didn't notice fan service until I started doing this podcast. Like I knew that the etchy stuff was always in anime, but I didn't know people called it fan service. I didn't know that like they considered too much of it fan service e. So I'm gonna ask, direct this question to you: Does fan service have a place in New Age Shonen? Uh, fan service will always have a place in my heart as well as a place in Shonen as well as a place in just anime in general. Uh, Japanese motherfuckers are not going to change yeah, and I do not want them to change. But, um, I'm one of the ones, you know, I've been very vocal about my complaints about the Fire Force fan you service. Use that as an example. And, um, it's crazy, but when we get to the Fire Force review today, I'm going to probably change my tone a little bit because it's getting better. Like it's getting better or I'm getting more used to it. But, uh, I'm one of those people who I grew up on etchy, of course. You know what I'm saying? Some of the first anime I fell in love with outside of the typical Shonen Tsunami realm was Icky Towson or Battle Vixens, if y'all know what that is. It was literally a show about bitches fighting each other for no reason. Like, it was like a, it was a super, it wasn't really just bitches because it had hard dude fights in the show too. It was like a bunch of dudes involved. But the main selling point at the beginning of the show was the bitches fighting with bitches and bitches fighting with dudes and they literally fight until their clothes would get all ripped up and shit. They would be <laughs> in schoolgirl uniforms doing these high kicks. You see everything, you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, I was watching, matter of fact, they dropped the dudes out of the series after a while and made all the main characters girls. They were like, look, this is not why niggas are coming to watch the show. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I was engulfed in the story. Yeah. But my, my thing about it, and that sounds crazy, but my thing about it is, uh, High school DXD, right? Mm-hmm. God body, etchy anime, nothing but fans. Bro, somebody service. told me that was better than my hero the other day, and I almost like was like. But see, the thing about it is, when you look at uh, high school DXD, it's etchy. It's just a bullshit kind of kind of story. But at the same time, the reason why it's God of the etchy is because it did the story right. So I'm one of those mm-hmm. people who know. Like I watched High School of the Dead. You feel me? So I watched that that for the actual zombie, the badassery of like the zombie Should killing. I watch it? High School of the Dead? Yeah. Bro, if you've never seen High School never of the Dead. Watched only you, watch the OVA. I say this. You will have to put up with some etchy. But for me, it was like, some parts I was like, dope. Some parts I was like, too much, but it's funny. So do people consider Food Wars etchy? Cause food that's, Wars is definitely considered that's the, part etchy. That's about the furthest etchy. I, like, that's about the only series I've watched that's like considered etchy etchy. That's more shonen, but it is. it does have a lot more yeah, etchy like, elements than not. Yeah, it has a lot. Like. But, 
when you imagine when they this eat, is why they, they, their clothes come off and this is why i have no problems with etchy and this is why i feel like i've okay i've seen this on twitter right i've mm-hmm. seen somebody today talk about man motherfuckers want to complain about etchy and anime like they never seen a fucking titty before like man up like i'm sitting there like bruh nobody's complaining about the titties in anime i'm one of them people that anime titties give me life yeah. to, to this day you feel me i try to act like i'm more i'm more cultured than that or yeah, I'm more no, mature than that but like a good anime titty hit me in my soul <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> i'm not one of those people that be like etchy ruins anime but bad writing will ruin etchy mm. to me convenient etchy like etchy that throws like if i'm watching a series as um intense as hunter hunter right Hunter Hunter has a lot of fun moments in it, a lot of lighthearted moments in it. But when it gets to the nitty gritty, shit goes fucking down. down. Yeah. And when it goes down, when Killer was ripping the heart out of a chest of a nigga, it's not funny. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a funny yeah. moment. Like whenever you see the Chimera Ant arc, there's very rare funny moments. It's it's that whole little. arc is intense. Yeah. So the moment Kite dies, you know what you know what's up. So say I'm in a in the middle of a fucking fight in Dragon Ball, right? You we've seen this before. Well, maybe not. I, I, now, I, now I think about it I can't really put it in there but we've seen Master Roshi and Bulma we've seen the etchy but whenever Frieza touches down and Master Roshi pulls up and he swoles up Master Roshi's not giggity goo like Master yeah. Roshi's fucking fighting <laughs> yeah. so this is my thing I don't want to see serious moments get ruined with etchy ah so I get what you're saying about fi- like Fire Force there's how a time the, and place for etchy happens in like it's like it's like a time moments. and place okay. for it you know what I'm saying like sometimes you'll see etchy and you'll be like you won't mind, but sometimes you'll see Etchy and it'll take you out mm. of the experience. Now, I'll say with High School of the Dead, there's a scene that's infamous. Um, and this, this is not a spoiler because it doesn't have nothing to do with the plot. But there's a scene where there's a gun being pointed and shot. Off the titty? Not, not I can imagine and if it was the, resting on the titty, bro. No, I saw the thing where the, 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 um, the barrel's on her chest. And as it's shot... The bullet, like, yeah. it shakes her titty and the bullet goes through. Through the middle of her titty, yeah, son. Yeah, and she's flipping. Like, no, well, one girl, the the, the the gun barrel's, like, shaking her breast. But the other girl's doing flips trying to kill other zombies. And oh, as yeah. the bullet goes through, her titties, like, do a, a, like, one goes up, one goes down. And the bullet, like, magically passes. I know exactly and what see, that is. that's so goofy, right? <laughs> but to say uh, uh, High School of the Dead is half etchy with that because you see a lot of titty work in that show but at the same time it's half um real life zombie killer real you know what i'm saying so it's like half that half they try to keep the story together to a certain extent i don't think we're ever gonna get a season two because that story kind of was all over the place i've kind of wanted to get into manga as of recent years i've been wanting to buy it but i was into that story no matter they have fucking 3d gravity defying titty action just because the show itself was great and the show put me in a place to accept etchy and weird spots to where when it popped up and you saw the whole titty bullet thing, it wasn't like off-putting to where you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm dropping the show. It was like, okay, I've seen worse in this show. And they set it up to the point where it wasn't cringy. They, they set it up to the point where that's just what it is. Like, you know, when you're you're um, watching Fresh Prince, you're going to get a tasteless fat joke about Uncle Phil from Will. And you, you know that's what it makes the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're not going to complain about it because it's a part of the actual show. But if I'm watching a, a show like Fire Force that doesn't really rely on Etchy to just randomly throw it in there, especially in weird spots, it kind of it fucks with me a little bit. Like whenever the, they had the shower scene, I don't know if that was manga canon or not. No, that was. It was? Yeah. But it just seems like they were just trying to drill titties in there for no reason. Like, I feel like if you're just trying to drill titties in there for no reason and not make me aware of it, I feel a little bit like I feel like he's trying to play me like I'm dumb. You know what I'm mm. saying? I feel like you'd be like, hey, look at these titties to keep your attention. It's like, no, if you're going to show me titties and throw that in my face, 
show me. I'm signing up. Regardless. Black Clover does his etchy pretty well. I'll give that that. All, a lot of these shows do. Like, I don't even know. Like, uh, My Hero doesn't have any etchy, nah. to be honest. It's just Mineta being a perv. Yeah. But, like, even when you see fucking Moroku be a perv and Inuyasha, it's just Moroku. You're not going to see Inuyasha do no crazy shit. When you see Jiraiya, Kakashi be on their pervy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's just them. It's pervy shit. You don't, whenever you see Naruto do the sexy jutsu, it doesn't take you out of the experience because it's like Naruto's believe, a kid. I, yeah, you actually believe that shit because like, Naruto's see, a clown. Imagine if Sakura starts doing all these fucking random flips and you see her titties start jiggling and then she usually is flat chested. It's like, bro, what's going on? Like, yeah. No. What are y'all doing right now? I get and I'm going to get into the etchy about Fire Force specifically a little bit later too. I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, etchy's not bad. It's just if you got to write it right. You can't just throw etchy in a non-etchy show and then... You know what I'm saying? You can't, yeah. throw, you can't throw There's a, a time joke and a place. in the middle of a fucking Hunter Hunter series arc. I can't get, I'm not going to laugh at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Etchy belongs joke. in Shonen, but just time and place. Exactly. Time and place. I hope that answered your question, Skylar. The final question is, ooh, this is a good one, from Liam. Not saying that you guys' other questions weren't good ones. This has just caught me by surprise. What's you guys' opinion on Avatar The Last Airbender? Asking us about the most popular Amerime. Ah... Ooh, is this one you? Yeah, please tell me you've not watched it. I wasn't on it. Like Damn. I watched it. I watched it sparingly. Like I watched it when it was on as you, a kid. You never finished it. I watched the full live action adaptation, which was trash. Oh, that's bullshit. It was like the first of Bro, many that never came. Wait, you still to this day? I still try to watch. You don't like, know how Korra. it ends. I don't even know shit about the story. Wait, so you gonna watch Korra? No, no I, I wait. tried to watch. Avatar, and I tried to watch Korra. Just nigga, do them. not watch Korra. Like if you gonna give any a shot. Give it to Avatar The Last Airbender. You got to start from book one and go through the whole thing. Man, I don't even know if I can really fuck with it. Is the story worth it? Yeah. Yo, yes. Like, okay. I saw another nigga the other day say Avatar The Last Airbender is better than Naruto. And I was like, Nani? Get slapped. <laughs> yes. But I would say Avatar The Last Airbender, it's not better than Naruto. It's not better than One Piece. It's better than Dragon Ball Z from the sense of a story. People don't get my mentions. Obviously, it's better than Dragon Ball Z as a story. Headline. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like don't 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 clip or don't click oh, me. This. Man. But I'd say it's on par with like the Hunter Hunter level of like anime. Like Damn. Like it's I'm not since they played it on like Nickelodeon shit. I was thinking it was like more There's okay. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of blood. But is there There's, a lot of like depth to like violence and deaths and shit like that? Do niggas really die? Is it are you really scared of when niggas being in a crazy situation when they're getting one? Yes, they they do a good job of putting the tension on it and making like, it feel real. Yes, they make it feel real. Do people die? That's part of the crux of the story. So okay. I'm not gonna say anything about that. Man, I, I I feel like I would give it a try, but and I'd say the power system and you, the powers are some of the coolest powers in any. And like, and I know people are gonna just say, "Oh, but he just manipulates fire. One just manipulates earth. One just manipulates air." One but that's dope. But no, it's fucking dope. Yeah, that's like, dope in itself. Like it's like, and there's different classes of people, like whole nations, like the fire nation, the air nomads, the you, water you can't tribe. Say shit like, like, like you know, that, the Earth Kingdom. Like there's whole nations based upon different types of bending, and like only one can control multiple. I feel like that's a good comparison to Naruto because you can't it, it say is. you like shit like the Naruto. In terms of Naruto, I'll say this. It builds out the other nations better than Naruto ever did. 
ever. But you can't say you don't like that kind of shit and you like that kind of shit. Oh yeah, no, you can't. They're the same. Yeah, they're very similar. You get the fire ninjas that's good at you get the wood ninjas that's good at earth bending. I never even thought about it like that. Yeah, no, it's It's like you can't say you don't like. Oh, but the the concept of water bending is whack. Well, what the fuck, nigga? You don't like Kisame, nigga? Because he's a water bending ninja. Like you know what I'm saying. But the way they build out their lore in their in their villages and everything is on one piece level. Damn. Like it's good. They do very good world building, but where they fail. They fail in other parts of storytelling. I never thought that it was that deep. Like I knew it was. No, it is pretty. It's pretty damn good. I knew it was popular. Like I know it's super popular, so I knew it had to be good. But I didn't think it was that good. Like I'm not gonna. Cause... I'm not gonna put it on One Piece Naruto level, but I will put it on Hunter Hunter level. Shonen. And Hunter Hunter is like one of my favorites. It's great. Like, no. but the, the the thing about it is maybe Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood levels too. One of the main things that stopped me from watching Full Metal Alchemist. From watching, I'm trying to think about what else I, I, I hardcore just didn't want to watch. Even though you need to finish that, that even though I fire. need to finish it, but it's like the animation and the art style and the character designs kind of pulled me away from that. You know what I'm saying? Like the same mm. thing with like Edward Elric and um. You don't like how they look? They they look cool, but not not really. So, so you telling me you gonna watch Gone and Killua fight? But that's you the watch thing. Them? I didn't want to watch Hunter Hunter for the longest either because I'm like the story's focused around two little kids. Boo! But once uh. The the thing that made me watch Hunter Hunter was all the comparisons to Yu Hakusho because I was one of those people to get disrespected whenever somebody was like Hunter Hunter shits on Yu Hakusho. I'm like nigga, have y'all watched Yu Hakusho? And they're like, have you watched Hunter Hunter? <laughs> so I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna watch that shit from front to back to tell y'all it's not. Co-. And to me, it's still not better. Oh, yeah, no. You can't say a sh- a series as a whole is better than a series with a conclusion. Like you gave me front. You gave me story. You gave me in with you. Even if you may not like that conclusion. Even if I don't like the conclusion. If it came to a decent conclusion, like you gave me more than Hunter Hunter. Like Hunter Hunter, it could end tomorrow with Gon dying, Killua dying, Hisoka taking over being the new fucking, which I'd sign up for probably. Killua being, I mean, uh, Hisoka being a main character of his own side spinoff arc. What I'm saying is you could ruin it for me and make the show about Bisky and now Hunter Hunter, like this, this isn't with me, right? Specifically, but with the anime community, I see how bad niggas shit on Naruto just because it didn't wrap up the way they wanted. And with me... Yeah, it's really bad. It did not wrap up the way I wanted, and the ending pissed me off, and it did fuck up a lot for me. But it didn't fuck up the whole enjoyment yeah, it doesn't the take it, it doesn't take its place in the The pain arc still happened. Yeah, The no, modern arc still happened. Yeah, big facts. No, so I'm seeing the Kaguya shit, it was an ass pull, and it fucked me up, but Dragon Ball is full of ass pulls, and that's <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> you so, know me, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on See, That's my thing. Niggas be holding that DBZ up, and I'm like... I used to love it. That's see, my thing. I, and I thing. think it's because of the same thing why niggas upset with My Hero right now because of the fans. I, the DBZ fans made me argue for years. I feel like I love Dragon Ball Z. So I'm always going to be on that side of like, I fucks with it. But when there's nonsensical talk in the community, <laughs> Goku glad, being the best you dad. Stand like, up shut up. It. Come on. Goku's the best dad. Gohan's the strongest fighter. Shut up. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Like, Piccolo didn't raise, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't go there and be like, Goku's stronger than so-and-so. It's like, that's a parody character. You can't yeah. say Saitama versus Goku. Goku's going to win because I want Goku to win. And if it was Dragon Ball Z, Goku would win. Yeah. But if Goku pulls up on a, 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 a random, like if he's a cameo on One Punch Man, he's going to lose. Big facts. Uh, Saitama would never be a cameo on Dragon Ball, but Goku has potential to win in that situation. Yeah. But there are certain things to where like people just hold certain series is up too high. But my thing is, back to that Full Metal thing, you got to finish, bro, because you're not even at the part yet. I don't even think you saw the dad, the Shao Tucker shit. Man, I'm good. No, I'm, I'm way past that. Where you at? Oh, I'm way past that. Like, I'm I'm on, I'm in the homunculi and shit like... Uh, and that shit not lit to you yet? It's lit, but this is my thing. 
Too much dialogue? Not even too much dialogue. Not enough action? Because that's why niggas complain about it. You gotta fucking catch me or I'ma drop it. My niggas, like, shout out to Otaku Underworld. That's like my rap collective gang I'm in. But uh, my boy, you know Hastic. Yeah. Uh, he was getting on my fucking ass the other day because I said I dropped JoJo's. And then one of the producers in the clique was hitting me up in the group chat like, bro, you you don't fuck with JoJo's? Like, what is wrong with <laughs> no, you? No, the JoJo Clive will get on you. And like, bro, like, these niggas was literally getting on my ass. But I watched JoJo the first episode was like, oh, shit. Watched the first episode, I was like, yes. Second episode, I was like, oh, my God, mind blown. Third episode, I was like, cool, cool. It gets slow. I get to episode five, and it seems more formulaic now. It seems like, uh, not saying it's bad, because I can't say that only being in episode five or six, but if I keep going back to episode four or five and replaying it and replaying it, and I can't get past that, mm. I'm not going to keep watching and that's get to episode... That's what you have with Full Metal? I'm not going to... I'm not going to get to episode 30 and then miss episode 20 to 26 and just keep watching and not know what I'm watching, but watch it just to watch it because it's that full metal is reliant on story yeah it is so it's like i'm not gonna miss a bunch of story and keep watching to act like i like you just it gotta, yeah I'm i feel you on. just gotta watch it when it hits you so it's like i keep going back keep going back and if i can't dedicate myself like if i start playing on my phone and i just lose myself and i'm not i gotta run the episode back i wasn't really paying attention that's happened to me with bleach i'm still on episode 150 oh yeah no bleach i, I had to take a break i'm like, on episode 150 i would fall I, I i don't fall asleep on one piece that's, episodes i don't how fall I was asleep on one piece but during demon slayer i gotta I don't, get past uh fishman island but that's that's what I, the thing is with One Piece, I never went back. And see, and my thing with to. anime that I realized when when I get through an anime law, whether that's they have too many episodes, or whatever, I always go to the. I, being now that I do this show, I always jump to the manga to give the manga a chance because the manga usually will get you through those laws because. What these animation studios do is they drag out story. Oh yeah, and they do a badge that's not with the direct. That's not with the mangaka's pacing he wanted. That's not the real pacing of his story. They drag that shit out, and that shit is see, ridiculous. Maybe I, I could most likely give Full Metal Alchemist a read and finish the manga. It is the quickly. same. It's the same as Brotherhood, and I could knock that out. Like with with Bleach, I wouldn't want to read. I'd probably want to watch up long. until the point where I have to read. Uh, but at the same time. There are certain, like, getting back on the manga kick, because you, you know I was on it super hard as a kid, but I, I stopped reading manga as an adult, and I got back into it slowly reading a little bit of manga at a time, but I never really got back on it. Now, I'm, like, to the point where I'm reading more manga than I'm watching anime. Same, so it's like, I'm back at it. I'm back watching anime, read manga, watching anime, read manga. So now I'm probably more susceptible to reading Full Metal Alchemist. You should read it. You might like it more. Four years ago, I'd have probably been like, Full Metal Alchemist. I'm not even gonna watch Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> fuck y'all talking about. You know what I'm saying? I used to talk shit about Full Metal Alchemist. Don't get on my ass. Top five stories of all time. But yeah, I not, stand not you say uh, Avatar. I've had a bunch of cosigns, but nobody's actually broken down to me and told me it was actually cold. They no, just told fire. me they liked it. And I understand people like it, but actually that, being a dope story. Some people argue it's the best American cartoon. I still stand by Batman the animated series because of my ties with the DC universe mm-hmm. and how they they own me. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> no, but no man, Avatar is definitely. In terms of Amerame's, best Amerame. Let's jump to the reviews this week. Are we doing Samurai 8? Are we talking about that? We can. All right. We, we missed a lot. We missed like, we was on four chapters. Yeah, there, we're four chapters back. So, uh, let's just. We could kind of just summarize. Yeah, we'll, we just, we'll just summarize it. So, his dad dies. Hachimaru's dad dies. Crazy shit. He uh, gets buried into the ground. And Hachimaru gathers. Uh, it's him and Dwarma. The samurai of that village, they gather up and they're like, yo, we, we say our blessings. But then they see that Atta, the villain, left a surprise for them. And he cut the moon in half and the moon's about to collide with their planet. 
Hachimaru and Dwarma are like, yo, we gotta go, we gotta take care of this, we're about to get off planet, and come with us, like, they're gathering things, so they go into space, and they're like, Hachimaru, I'm gonna teach you my special technique, he teaches Hachimaru the planet splitter technique, and as he's teaching Hachimaru this technique, Hachimaru does the attack, and it looks at everybody on the planet, because it's like, Hachimaru now has his wings, he's gonna fly, because as they do this attack, they blast off in space, you see his friend from the first episode, you see the samurai, you see everybody who met him on this journey so far, and they see him off, basically. He saves the situation, and now they're in space, man. We also learn while they're in space that that move drained a lot of Hachimaru's key. We learn that, like, this universe, Hachimaru's kind of indestructible, but things can drain him. Uh, he can also learn techniques just from Dwarma uploading things to him and transferring information. For example, they learn that as... His energy increases, he will be attracted to more of the Pandora's box as well as the box that Ada's trying to control who the main villain is and they're trying to bring in the uh, villainous god. I don't know what the skull homie's name is off top, but he's the villain in charge of Ada and he has his own box that they got Hachikaku to make so he can bring upon the planet's destruction. So as Hachimaru's drawn to the other samurai keys, he will also be drawn to Ada's group and his brothers who will try to get his key. So we learn all that. We get a lot of background information. We, we see Anne and Hachimaru coming closer. Hachimaru, Anne sees Hachimaru a little differently now. He's no longer this jokingly kid. He looks like he's taken upon this hero mold. They get to the city. We're finally off planet. We get to this new planet. Hachimaru spends all of Dwarma's money buying these, this new drip. Hachimaru got new drip. I don't Hilarious. know if you saw. Shit was litty. They got Anne, got a bunch of supplies, and they're like, Dwarma's like, bro, y'all spent all my money on some dumb shit? What is going on? But while they're doing this, these homies break into their ship. Homie is a samurai. He can transform his soul thing to a scythe, to an axe. He has very good control of his soul blade, and they're fighting, and pretty much they end the episode with them mid-fight, I'm pretty sure. Like, Man, I don't think nothing happens at the end. I think that with the uh, new niggas? Yeah, with the, with the new homies. No, they, they capture They beat them. Oh, yeah, they capture him. They beat him, and then they, the, but they're the still new talking homies, to him. The new homies was like, you want to know the knowledge we got. We yeah, got some. We got a true. lick y'all can hit. And Dorma was like, what? A big ass, I think it was like a billion dollars or something? I don't know how much it yeah, was. Yeah, they were trying to, okay, yeah, because they're about to do their first tournament arc. Yes. Oh, they about to hit a lick, bro. It's a samurai tournament to win a, to, is, I think it is a billion dollars, or a billion credits, or whatever the thing is. Now, see, with Samurai 8, I wish You've this would be an anime, it. bro. I wish this would be an anime. Uh, it's gotten a lot better, I will say. With me, it's up and down, but it's at an all-time up. As usual, because like they have certain parts when it hits a peak and it hits a new peak. It, it's just hit a new peak for me. Same. I'm starting to get attached to the characters. I'm starting to get attached to the story. I like I'm Anne a get, lot. The only thing about the reason why I want to see it more as an anime, I want to see the action. I want to see how the world looks, how it's colored. That as well. Because it's a lot of circulars. It looks like a lot of Flintstone houses, but in space. So I'm like, how does this work? It looks dope. Like, no, it really does. You, everything looks dope. I just got to see it animated. Like I'm itching for that. Do right you think now. Hachimaru's new drip is black? I hope it's black and not blue and white. I think no, it's, I, I hope it's black. It Jesus looks Christ, black. I hope it's black. But oh, if it's blue and white, I'm be so annoyed. Cause that was his first drip. I'm tired of that blue and white shit. That's annoying. But no, Samurai is picking like up. Like Maru with I, that fucking weird he, drip. He does look like a Rochimaru, but it might be white because I think his brothers are. Well, no, his brothers have white with black accents. He might have black mm -hmm. with white accents. That's what I hope. I see. I, I like a lot of different shit about it so far. Like I like the. I shit. like the villain. 
I love the villain. The villain's badass design, badass motives. I like badass the concept powers. of the Pandora's box. How they have to get the war god to unlock the box and to oh, yeah. save the. I like the whole sci-fi element of that. I'm, I'm willing to. I'm ready to see more of this. That kind of shit unfold Same. as well too. Because I'm not 100% used to everything about how that. I want to be more attached to that part. Got and I think that comes down to mean who that black lady was because who talked to Dwarma in panel one. Yeah, exactly. I think she she probably holds a lot of knowledge. To yes. That. But, also, uh, I want to see more Dwarma in non-cat form. Like, I gotta hey, get Dwarma booted up in cat form this episode. He did. I love the, his relationship with uh, Hachimaru. Same. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I like, like Anne. That's what I like. Princess Anne. Anne grew on me fast. She she, I hated her at first. I thought she was gonna be useless, but she's not. She was annoying. But I give. Kishimoto, I thought she was gonna be. I gotta annoying. give Kishimoto his props because Anne is not Sakura. Finally. Like he's yet, yeah. <laughs> at least now she don't seem like she she, she has seems a purpose cool for now, and she seems nice. I enjoyed. Uh, I liked whenever uh he bought her that shit. Yeah, he bought her the gold thing. She was like, "Bro, I'm just happy with the gesture." She was like, "We gotta bring that back." Yeah, we gotta get our money. But back. she wasn't on some like, "Bitch, what the fuck, stupid!" Like yeah. Sakura would have shitted on that nigga. Yeah, she would. Let Naruto do anything nice for Sakura at on some dumb shit. Like she wouldn't have been like, "All right, at least thank you," but that's not good. She'd have been like, nigga, you are an idiot. See, this is why I fuck with Sasuke. This is why you a bitch not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I'm liking the fact that she's not going that annoying ass route. Even though, because she's set up more to be his love interest than Sakura. I, I feel like they're going to get together eventually. It seems that way. Or at least his best friend. Some like, like. It seems like it, they're like. No, nah, but they set something like they're supposed to be married. Or it's, like, it like, sets yeah. it up like some whole romance type shit. But. I mean, going and killing his relationship is set up on some romance shit, so it could be just some friendship shit as far as him and her. It. I don't buy it. But I do, I do like the fact. <laughs> I feel like that yeah, too. Yeah. But I do like They're the just fact homies. that like niggas, like kids acted like that. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, y'all need to y'all, shit. y'all niggas on Twitter need to but get off of that sexualizing children. What I'm shit. saying is they romanticize that shit, like their their friendship aspect. But then again, One Piece does. One yeah. Piece is like friends is like the biggest shit. Yeah, they but do. like what I'm saying is with with. Samurai 8, it, it seems more like a romance with them two. Then friends. But it could be just like a hundred. Because Hunter Hunter, I'll be bullshitting it because it's so romantic as far as the friendship shit. To where like Gones being on some extra gay shit and even Killua has to be like, bruh, chill. Like you're embarrassing me. I don't even, nobody's even out here and I'm embarrassed. And you tripping. Like you want some, because he's so pure hearted. Yeah, of a he's, nigga. Just, he's just being himself. But um, at the end of the day, I'm liking that. That aspect. Because I feel like Sakura and Naruto and the comparisons suck. I hate comparing the super hard, but. Sakura and Naruto were on the same fucking team, and I feel like they didn't really have a good relationship. Yeah, and these I feel like they had the worst relationship. And this is kind of a symbiotic relationship where Hachimaru won't get stronger without Anne. So they have to be, yeah, co- com- uh, simpatico. Yeah, and they have to, they have to be yin and yang. They have yeah. to be like, you know, what I'm saying, at least compatible. Like Naruto and Sakura weren't even compatible as friends to me. Naruto and Sasuke were only compatible as rivals to me. So to say that th- that's the three niggas, like, I, I hated the fact that Naruto was just Sasuke's best friend. It was plot convenience. I always say Shikamaru's Naruto's true best friend. Exactly. And see, that's the kind of relationship you want to see in a main cast. Like, when I watch Demon Slayer, I... One of the biggest things that sold it for me, because oh, you the know friendship me. between Inosuke, Tanjiro, and Zenitsu. Yeah. And Nezuko. Because the thing about it is, we know a lot of shit that happens after where we're at in the anime, but not to spoil shit, even while Nezuko's the way she is now. She comprehends everything and she cares about them. And she's a good she's a good part of the team. She does shit. She oh, kicks that nigga's head useful. off. 
And just seeing the fact that she is someone for Zenitsu to thirst over consistently. Nezuko might be second strongest. Some could argue Nezuko's stronger than strongest. Yeah, I was about to say, she, some could argue she's more stronger than Tanjiro. Bro, she's strong. Like, <laughs> yeah. she got that demon shit with the blood fucking... <laughs> Bruh, she... Like, Demon Slayer, that's a whole other cup of tea. But at the same time, like, Demon Slayer is my shit right now. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get into that. one of the main reasons is because of the way that those four main characters fit snug. So, and being new gang forever for the rest of the series hopefully she's fitting in snug and i'm loving to see her interaction with um not only hachimaru but dwarma and just everybody who she interacts with she's not just a character to be there to be there she's not just to be there for him i wonder if we're gonna add someone new to the gang is this i hope you know we saw my boy we saw my fucking boy from the fucking uh, his blind homie, looking yeah, motherfucker who didn't want to leave the room he so might come back hopefully he comes back eventually I'm hoping down the line uh, they meet and he's doing well or these dummies might stick around these Team Rocket niggas the Team Rocket niggas is fucking hilarious bro <laughs> like when I tell you these niggas pulled up in this latest chapter and had me rolling yeah, this one funny. motherfucker didn't even remember his name but he could kick ass <laughs> he's about to kill the motherfucker just cause he said kill everybody in the room he's like not not, Not me, me. nigga. Yeah. He's like, well, shit, I told you to be more literal with me, and I understand it. He's like, man, you turn your shit down on me? He's like, you're not even down. He's like, damn it, i ah! <laughs> That shit was funny. That killed me, bro. That was good comedy. Well, let's get to our Fire Force review. We have two new episodes, episode 9 and episode 10. We're going to just run through. I'm going to say, all right, episode 9 is The Spreading Malice. Tamaki watches on as Shinra confronts Rekka over his actions and reminisces on how about how she once looked up to the lieutenant. Rekka reveals his object in seeking out compatible children, one which can, can spell disaster for the entire world. He's looking for Ayadola Burst or Ayadola Lynx. He's trying to, I remember I said that last week and I was like, oh, my bad. Didn't mean to drop that before you guys. But we find out that y'all still don't know what Ayadola Lynx are. And I'm not going to spoil it until... The uh, show tells you what it is, but he, they, the show does tell you what an Idola Burst is. An Idola Burst is the original flame, the flame that Soul used, the same same flame that's in Amaterasu, and that's the purest flame. We learn that Shinra's an Idola Burst, of course, because he's the main st- person of the show. We also learn that Rekka's group is the Evangelist, and they're trying to con- t- to destroy the fire system and really gain control of the world and. They're controlling combustion fire. I mean, uh, spontaneous fire. Chris, what did you think of episode nine? Episode nine was cool. It was finally good to get some closure to that fight because uh, I haven't. I watched it recently. Like I watched it like uh, today. So I uh, I went since last episode. Like the last episode we did. That was mm-hmm. the last time I watched Fire Force until today. So it was good finally getting closure to that because it's been. I didn't want to watch the newest episode just because I was kind of sour on the last one. So I'm like, I'm gonna wait till I have to watch it to watch it. But it was it was a it was a fire fight, no pun intended. Yeah, and you got good exposition. Yeah, good exposition. The only thing I hated about this episode is that it opened up with Tamaki crying. I was like, I saw enough of this last episode. Yeah, bitch cried for fucking forty five seconds. I'm done. Don't show me two seconds of her crying this time. Like she at the beginning, they had that little. I was like, really? That's how you're gonna start the episode? But after that, it picked up. It picked up, and um, I, I will say, uh, the only fan service in this episode was. Uh, her being beat so bad, her clothes got fucked up, or burned so bad, her clothes yeah. got burned off, and she was all body exposed. Wasn't complaining about that because if you're gonna do etchy, you have to do it in a way that and it makes sense to the story. Makes sense to the story. It has to be believable. It has to be like before. 
uh, with all the clumsiness, I was sitting there like, uh, but they were setting up the trope for her to be clumsy and her to just accidentally fall on you and on some perverted shit. And this for the first few times, serious. exactly. And uh, I'm gonna speak on this again for the next episode. I think some more edgy shit happens on the next episode, unless it was this one. No, it was it was this one. Whenever she like fell and her like pants fell off. Oh no 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 no! That's the next one where they cook. That's at the end. Oh wait, no 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 that I didn't I forgot about that one. But with this one, she she had that moment where. Uh, she was walking up to him and she had something and because she still had on her, her, her little suit but just mm. like a, a skirt or something fell off and it just fell off and she leaned forward and she fell onto uh, Shinra except instead of like whenever she fell bro I was so scared of the etchy <laughs> I was sitting there like don't you do it I thought like she fell like legs open I thought, thought she was about she to was, like yeah show everything or like just her fucking crotch would have just hit his face I'd be like that's too much because it would have gravity it wouldn't have even been right I'd have been <laughs> mad at that point but she fell and she need him in his face and it was mm. kind of like a still shot and I'm like okay good you cause her pants fell off and some miraculously on some etchy shit but it wasn't it didn't go as far as it coulda and that I was like thank you for not yeah, for not, not going as far as you okay, coulda cool, because cool. god damn it that fan service would have pissed me off but other than that the fan service hit right this episode and also the action yeah the action was great bro when, I, when the snipers came into play and started sniping shit I was like alright yeah. Yes. It picked up the show. That's but, why I said Fire Force moved into kind of like the Full Metal Alchemist storytelling kind of vibes, where it's like, "Ooh, what's this mystery of these evangelists?" Bro, when motherfuckers got sniped, I what's wasn't up expecting with the, that. And, and that's why last episode, I don't know if I said this last episode off air or on air, but I told you this off air today. Joker's Orochimaru to me at this point. Like, Joker is not like the primary antagonist right now. The show should set him up at first as the primary antagonist. He's like an odd side And I'm character. sure we're going to have to learn about his stuff and all everything. But right now, the antagonist is the evangel the uh evan evangelist or the evangelist or whatever the hell their names are. The the men in white. So I'm interested to see about Joker, but what would you rate episode 9 1 through 10? Episode 9 1 through 10, I give it a 7. Yeah. Five. Episode nine, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. I really enjoyed the episode. I liked the fight. I liked Kareem joining like the forces. Like he was he's he's still in company one, but he's gonna be doing research for company eight, helping him out. They added another star player to their squad, so they got Captain Habano working for him for company five, as well as Kareem for company one. Also his powers transforming fire into sound to ice. Liddy. That was a dope technique. I definitely like the power sets. In Fire Force, and they're making it more than just, oh, I can wield fire. Like, I think exactly. this is a cool way to do things. I thought about that at the beginning of the series, too. Like, is it just going to be fire? And then, like, On Captain Obi not having any fire powers. Like, just straight human. That's He's, some dope shit, bro. Yeah, like, this shit is getting litty. Episode 10, The Promise. The Captain's Conference is conveyed to allow the Special Fire Force to discuss the situation with the Evangelist and the white-clad. Shinra once again has an encounter with Joker in which... Starting information about Shinra's brother is revealed. We find out that show is alive. We meet all the captains in this episode. The the king the king of the kingdom is like we have to deal with the evangelist. We meet captain of the third, who's a shady motherfucker with the with the uh, ant eater mask on. We meet captain of the seventh, who's supposedly the strongest fire force member, and he seems badass. I'm I'm saying seems I know he's badass just didn't want to I'm not gonna spoil anything homies homies the truth mm-hmm. like we see all these cool people it, it really felt reminiscent to when bleachers had their captains meeting man the captain of uh well he was seven right 
Yeah. The Captain of Seven is like officially like sold. He sold me as soon as he came on the screen because he looked badass. Then he acted badass and he left like a badass. They didn't do shit to him because he's badass. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. He's the next arc. Like so. just that one. I know you're further, but just that one instance of like you didn't see much of him. But when you saw him. Oh, well, you gonna you gonna get 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 into this show very fast because that's the next arc. After yeah, and that's this. my that's my nigga right for now. For yeah. now, he's my favorite character in the show, and I haven't seen him that much. I thought this is interesting because they explain the idol burst in this. This is where the show opens up. I think at the beginning portion of this show, that was kind of the setup. Now I think from this point on, you guys will get to see what Fire Force really is and how it's a good show. We find out that show's brother's alive. He's the leader of the evangelist from Joker's conversation with Shinra. Again, we're seeing Joker help Shinra. He's not with the evangelist. He's not with the white clad. What is his purpose? That's why I call him Orochimaru. He has his own, like, game plan. We see the captain of the third asking the captain of the fifth, Habana, why she's not doing uh, Hijama, the company's corporate, Hijama Corporation's bidding. And she's like, look, don't ask me no questions. Just because the third serves Hijama doesn't mean I don't, doesn't mean I have to. And he was like, well, you want your funding cut? And she was like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like her a lot too. Yeah, I, I like Habana. Like, She's grown on me. She grew on me so fast. I hated her the first episode, but I think I was supposed to. Yeah, she became an ally, and she came. She became a lovable ally fast as fuck. Yeah, she did. But that's pretty much. Oh, and then Shinra tells the captain and his crew about Joker, about the meeting with Joker, about Show, and the, instead of the captain and everybody being like. Oh, we're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with that on your own. They're like, nah, we're gonna make a plan. We're still gonna have to take down the Avengers, but we're gonna make it with the plan that Shinra's brother's alive. We're gonna try to help Shinra in that mission. It just shows that Company Eight is his family and they're in this for the long haul. I really like this episode. I'd say more than nine because this episode set up a lot of stuff. It opened up the universe. A lot of exposition, not a lot of action, but I thought all the exposition that was had in this episode was very necessary. And it had a lot of heart too. It did yeah. have a lot of heart. Like so, a lot of a lot of shit tied together and it tied together beautifully. I'm gonna rate episode ten a solid eight three. I'm not it, that's all it's getting, but because I liked it a lot. Would you rate episode ten? I'm gonna give that one another seven point five, just because I'm like right. It, it's like good, but it, it it's not. Uh, it's not it's, that great yet for you. Well, I'm not saying it's. What did I rate? I don't remember what I rated the last one because the last one was. I liked the not the uh not nine or ten that's the ones we just watched today eight but eight i think i like that one a little bit more than these just because there was a lot more going on and uh, i'm not saying a lot more going on because like the last episode had a lot going on uh, exposition wise but um that episode had a lot more it had a lot of exposition and it had a lot of action the uh episode nine was just straight action and then exposition at the end uh and then episode 10 was straight straight exposition exposition. so i wish i would have got a lot a mix of both but to say that I only got exposition, it was really good for exposition. No, it was, it was, they did a damn good job for just exposition. For so, sure. That's Fire Force. Let's jump to Demon Slayer. We only have two episodes. The next, the next episode of this podcast will be the final Demon Slayer review for the season. This one's episode 23, Hashira meeting. Uh, U- Ubiya Shiki, the leader of the Demon Slayer Corps, finally appears before Tanjiro. He tells him that he will allow Tanjiro and Nezuko to join the Demon Slayer Corps, but the Hashiras are unable to accept the decision right away. The win Hashira, Sanami, Sanami, that's all I'm going to say, I'm not going to say his last name, slashes his own arm, taunts Nezuko with the blood, trying to get her to show her true colors as a demon. We see all the Hashiras question Nezuko. We see Nezuko... Uh, band together and, and fight off temptation. We and she she does it. She she shows her worth. Uh, Ubiashiki tells Tanjiro and Nezuko that they can t- continue as demon slayers, and the Hashiras accept it. 
the episode then ends with Tanjiro and his homies having a good conversation and how they realize that they have to get stronger. And the Hashiras meet, and they're like, we're in a new age, and it's like, this kid could prove to be something. We have a lot of good young Demon Slayers in the in the gang. What'd you think of episode 23, the Hashira meeting? Loved it. Uh, it was whatever. That's, that's, not, that's not saying much. I love every single goddamn episode of Demon Slayer. This, this was is probably a- like the most... The, as interesting as this may sound, this was the first slow episode for me. But man, bro, it didn't feel like it at the same time. For me, someone who who read it before watching it, it still hit hard. Um, I'm trying to think about what happened at the end of the episode. Uh, All that happens was this: they go to like they just realize that they got to train the next day. But I think, oh, well, see, this is this is uh, what happened to me because. Like I said, the main reason why, well, not the main, one of the main reasons why I love Demon Slayer is because of the the main four we got. So we got to see a lot of interaction between them. This is the first time they really linked back up since mm-hmm. uh, fucking crazy shit that just went down. So seeing Zenitsu being like, I don't want to take my medicine. It's going to taste nasty. And they're like, bitch, shut up. Like, yeah. ah. So they're getting sick of him already. And Tanjiro pulls up and they're like, Tanjiro? Like, I, I love hearing this nigga fucking Zenitsu say Tanjiro's name. It's the funniest yeah, shit of all time, shit. bro. This nigga just, he's a funny character. He's just, like, so lovable in a fucking annoying way. Like, he's annoying on purpose, but he's he's more hilarious than annoying to me. And then seeing Inosuke, he's even comical being still doing nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was literally just sitting in the fucking bed, and they were like, yeah, he's he's been pretty sad. And I'm sitting there, like, I could just hear my head, womp, womp, womp. He's just sitting there like, God damn, because I know he's about to shake back as Inosuke, you know what I'm saying? But seeing him for the first time just sit there like, Mad. He realized he's not as strong as like he has a long way to go. And he got the mask on. He's just like I'm not showing emotion. Like you could see his emotion through that fucking mask. He was soaking. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like I said, this was the first because I know you could say the first couple of episodes are slow, but that's setting up the story. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time our story had to take a pause. Like we were going a hundred miles an hour, and this is the first time we came to a red light. Yeah, I, and I feel like it was necessary. No, it is because. Because of what we know is to come, mm-hmm. they have to take this break to get stronger. Exactly. And then plus, uh, so far, since... He really has been beating people by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, and it's been back to back. Yeah. And like... We, he, he lucky he's not dead. He's yeah, lucky. We, we are lucky he's not dead. It like, would seem unrealistic if he just jumped into the next villain. Broken ribs, broken legs, broke pierced lung. Like, Tantro can't go through too much of this at, without at this training point, some more. Yeah, like exactly. At this point, he has to go through some training because we're about to see. We just got introduced to the pillars. We know they're exponentially stronger. They beat the lower moons, so they, now they got the exactly. upper moons. And you know that Tanjiro is nowhere near fucking pillar level. Yeah. Uh, and you know he's barely near fucking the lower moon lower, level. Yeah, yeah, lower moon level. So you know he has to go through some kind of training. Uh, did did, did the breath training this next episode? That's the next episode. So what would you rate episode twenty three one through ten? Man, I'm giving this a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven as well. I'm, I might, yeah, seven, strong seven. Let's get to episode twenty-four, uh, rehabilitation training. Let me pause this before because I don't want it to play. The uh, the injured Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke are sent home, sent to the home of the insect Hashira Sh- uh, Shinobu for treatment. Two weeks later, Tanjiro and Inosuke start rehabilitation training, but the drills are brutal, and they find themselves broken in spirit, unaware of the grueling regiment. Zenitsu joins them late and is visibly enthusiastic in front of the girls, but he's in for a rude awakening. This is the training where they learn how to control their breathing to make them on the path to pillar level. Hilarious. Yeah, so... That's my main fucking word. We learn about Shinobu and his relationship. Shinobu starts to believe in him. I think this is where people start to love Shinobu, I guess, as a character. I'm still not the biggest fan of Shinobu. I actually like her she little... She cool. I actually like her little sister more than her. 
I don't like either one of them that much. They they cool. I prefer the love pillar. I don't like them, like them. Yeah, I prefer the love pillar. Love pillar is sure. automatically. She's she, badass. She was on my list since day one. Her sword is badass. Yeah, she's been on my list since day one, and she's still on my list even after reading the manga. Like big facts. Love her to death. No, yeah, she's amazing. But that's pretty much in this chapter. Oh, Rengoku goes off on his mission. That's important for later down the line for the next. Shout out Rengoku arc, cause. Spoiler alert, we get to see Rengoku soon. Man, that nigga's For face, anime fans. To me, Rengoku's just like a... He reminds me of... Uh, and I know they look nothing similar, but he reminds me of Fugelion mixed fused with Goku. Fugelion from Black Clover fused with Goku. To me, Rengoku's just so boring. You don't like him? I don't like him that much. Really? See, I liked Rengoku at first, until I met the other pillars. I like... Even seeing all the pillars together, he stands out the most. Yeah. But whenever they are all talking, he doesn't even really stand out that much. Like, just seeing them, he stands out. Also, seeing them fight, I don't necessarily know if he... He might be one of the weaker pillars. I I don't know. I, I feel that way, for sure. And I know we're spoiling shit, right? Well, I mean, we're not spoiling it. We low-key are, but not too much. But at the same time, I don't really fuck with his uh, character so far, even in the anime. Mm. Like, even in the anime, uh, I've seen... Uh, snake guy, and I've seen more personality out of him than I've seen out of him. Rengoku, yeah, I and out Rengoku's of uh, too mysterious, and of our, out of our boy Uzui. Oh, for, he's moving flamboyantly forever. Like he set the tone quickly for the, his kind of character. We you saw more stuff from Sonami too, with we, his tragic ass backstory. That's the homie with the brother with the gun. Okay, yeah, we've we, we've seen him who stabbed Nezuko. We, we've seen him so far, and he uh, he had more character outbursts than Rengoku. Yeah, and even the dude with the crying, like the rock pillar. Even he's had a lot of intrigue around him. When Goku just doesn't really give me a he reason stand to out. care. Like we care more about Gyu. We care about more about Gyu. We care more about Sonami for stabbing. Nezuko. I care more about the snake dude. Even though I yeah. still haven't got to his arc in the anime, uh, uh, the manga. I still haven't got to see much from him besides him moving around. I haven't really got to see. I don't know shit about. It. I don't even know his name. Exactly. What would you rate this episode twenty four? I think this might be my lowest rated episode of Demon Slayer. I'll give this one a, I'll give this one a seven point five, almost an eight. I'm giving this one six nine. I'm gonna give it a higher than that, just because Zenitsu's thirst was Nezuko. enough to sell the episode. Not even for Nezuko when he was he got to train with a bunch of girls. So he's like, ah, I get to train with a bunch of girls, and like he's sitting there. The, the, it was just so hilarious seeing fucking Inosuke and Tanjiro go through that torture, and then seeing him pull up like, oh my god. Y'all made this shit sound so scary. And yeah. He's like, "What? Y'all niggas get to train with hot girls <laughs> he's all like, this day? Gonna work for me?" He's like, "This is my shit." He's like, and he gets mad and visibly like yells at them for like, "Bro, y'all are selfish. Y'all had me fucking scared. I come over here, y'all having a fucking time of y'all lives, and y'all ungrateful. Y'all <laughs> sexless shit." Just seeing Zenitsu, his personality, I could see how a lot of people would say like, "Inosuke is my personal favorite," but I could see how Zenitsu this would be a lot of people's personal favorite because to me, his I attacks like, are my favorite. I like him and Inosuke more than Tanjiro. Ooh. 100%. And that's a big statement because I love Tanjiro. I'm I'm like rooting for him as the new era Shonen MC. I Goat. like Tanjiro as an MC more than a lot of MCs. I like Tanjiro. Tanjiro might be my favorite character out of the three, but when you put Nezuko, Nezuko might be my favorite character in the show. Nezuko is my least favorite, and I love Nezuko, man. Yeah, see, that's what's fucked up. This is the thing. I like Inosuke's power. I, I mean, not Inosuke. I like Zenitsu's power. I like Inosuke's blade and aesthetic. And I like his character, but I like Tan. I don't know. I go Tanjiro. Actually, I go Nezuko, Tanjiro, and Nosuke Zenitsu. Okay, so add, I'm, I'm thinking about just character in general. That's why uh, Nezuko gets to the bottom because she doesn't really show as much personality. She's basically like a cat, yeah, <laughs> like a human cat. But knowing a her, demon but cat. knowing that story, yeah, but knowing powers. the story and the powers, adding everything up, 
I still feel like Inosuke is my number one, and Zenitsu is my number two. It, yeah. has, it, it has to go that way. Just because I like Zenitsu's power. Yeah, his it, power looks dope. Inosuke's like power is damn near like raw strength on some fucking Rock Lee shit. He's but at just the same a mo- time, he's just an animal. He has the breath of the animal. He's literally an animal. He's just so wild, and that it, it goes into his personality. Just everything about him is it goes just, into his backstory too. Yeah. Which well, would, no, no, I don't think I'm there yet. Yeah, let me just. I'm about to. Let to, me just. Let me just. I'm about off, to get there. Oh, I'm let me about throw to get, out the flag. Hey, tonight I'm getting there <laughs> let though. Me like, just I'm not saying it. Tonight maybe or tomorrow night maybe the night I catch up because I've been pummeling through it and it's like you made no me way. catch up, man. Like I literally, I, Bro, I you, put, past, you blew past me because one night literally I put Demon Slayer away and I was like, all right, and then you got me hype on it. And I was like, fuck. It's niggas just, on Twitter I, was talking about it and I just read it all in one night and I was like, I be doing whatever. so much shit and manga is like the last thing I do. So like before I go to bed, I, I read as many chapters until you I get, get tired. No, that's what, yeah. But uh, a lot of the times I'm like already starting tired and I'll still pummel through 10, 15 chapters. Like, but at the same time, uh, I, I'm, I need to just dedicate one day to just go and catch up because catching up is going to be a fucking, and I thought this was our last episode. I thought this was our last episode of the season. We got two more luckily. Uh, but see, do they do they start the ring Goku? Where do they go? What are these uh, last two episodes? I know where they goddamn better go because if they miss out one of the best. Uh, remember I said this, but next episode, of, especially if we get two episodes, um, you know, next episode of Anime Talk, I will be speaking on some of my favorite moments in the manga to date. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to be speaking on some of my favorite moments that's about to happen, like, soon. But really? you know... You know, my favorite character is fucking Inosuke. And, like, uh, Zenitsu, he had his hilarious moment, this arc. And it didn't hit home for me when I was reading the manga. Like, I'm reading the manga, this whole Zenitsu comedy part of him being thirsty. It didn't really hit. But watching it, it hit it extra hit hard. Like, the whole the whole shebang of the first half of this uh, latest episode. And the next episode, I feel like we're going to get to see that from Inosuke. We're going to get to see him shine personality-wise. And I, I'm excited for that. Real. So you don't think we end with the... Ringoku arc, you think we just end no, right I, before the I think we end. I think we end on a cliffhanger in the oh. middle of the Ringoku arc. Okay, real. Not well, in the middle, but at the beginning. At the beginning. 100%. Give, give somebody, because everybody's been talking shit, and I hate seeing niggas talk shit on Twitter, but motherfuckers are like, man, y'all don't even know Demon Slayer getting the second season. It's like, if they end at the spot that they should... Oh, and show them that... They're gonna be like, bitch, y'all gonna, y'all gonna pull up for the second season. Yeah, big facts. No, 100%. But that's all the time we have for episode 35. Krissa, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Chris SJE everywhere. If you search me on uh, any kind of social media, at Chris SJE. But if you search me anywhere else, search for Weave Guy. Yeah, that Senpai video out, fam. She looking Oh, yeah, fire. I forgot, man. Go peep out the Senpai video if you haven't watched it already. Uh, it should be booting up. We're getting that bitch out. We're going to be, I'm going to be like pushing that bitches at cons and everything. We're we going to really, we got a lot of more content. I got a, a few more announcements for y'all. Hopefully, if not by next episode, episode after. But just stay tuned. B, also speaking of cons, like I said at the beginning of the show, Go buy your tickets for AVC Fest October 19th to see the Anime Talk Boys in person. We're doing a live pod from 12 to 1 that day at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster, at the Cajun Dome Convention Center box office, and at the website. Remember, AVC Fest, AVC Anime Fest 2019. Go get your tickets now. Tickets are out on sale. 
at avcanimefest.com, at Ticketmaster, or at the Cajun Dome Box Office Center. Come see Chris and myself do a live version of the Anime Talk podcast. Should be very, very dope. You guys can follow me at LynnBWT on Twitter. Follow the bros who think, at bros who think. Be sure to check out all the content, the latest episode of the bros who binge. We have match two of Pitch It between Brooklyn and Charles. Go listen to that, see who won that match. Also be on the lookout this week for the latest episode of Bros Who Binge and the Bros Who Think podcast. But for Krissa, my name is Lyndon. Until next time, you guys, keep watching anime, keep reading manga, and be easy. Peace. So we won't fall.